0: Boys and girls, moms and dads, welcome back to Pin to Pin the Volleyball Podcast. I'm your host Ryan Tolman. To my right here is my co-host Danger Will Robinson. That's me. And uh, behind the screen over there is our producer wearing the exact same shirt I am. Completely coincidental because if it weren't a coincidence, then we'd have him on the cam- on camera and we could prove it.
1: I was, anyway, I was produ- a part of
0: this. <laughs> producer Noah Cotterman uh, with us today. We're excited to get uh, episode nine going. Um, we just, uh, we just, we just put out episode eight after long hiatus, but episode nine is ready to roll. You ready to get the show going? Yep. All right. Let's try and do it. All right. So, uh, let's go ahead and start with Noah's trivia.
2: So the question from last episode was, what was the nickname of the Chinese women's volleyball head coach? Yep. Ping?
0: Yep. And we have no idea. Her nickname was
2: the Iron Hammer. The Iron Hammer. According to USA Volleyball Trivia, that's where I got the It
0: sounds from. like a playing name, not a coaching name.
2: Yeah. Could, yeah, what do you do
1: as a coach that's an Iron Hammer? Well, maybe you're just standing, just on,
0: standing just, on a box, just firing balls at your dodge players. Dodge a
1: volleyball. <laughs> you can dodge <laughs> a, a wrench, you can dodge a volleyball.
0: Uh, you can dig a wrench, you can dig a volleyball. Uh, yeah, interesting name. Very, mm-hmm. very. Uh, so. Did anybody guess it? we don't know yeah we don't know okay yeah well we'd like you to comment and stuff
2: yeah we didn't really get many comments last last episode right so that's we, okay we can't know yet guys the episode hasn't
1: been produced
0: I know We. <laughs> that's why I kind of Will Robinson that's why I, that's why I kind of steered another direction because after I said that I was like oh wow we haven't put that one out yet so that's a little awkward um, but we do have a new a new question for today we do yeah what is the what is the question the show tri- Noah's show trivia for episode 9 what's your new question Noah
2: what school has the most women's volleyball national championships Penn He's, State he, he,
0: you think it's Penn State I think it's Penn State you stole my answer it's Penn State or Stanford we, we think there's I probably think it's four or five Penn State Stanford maybe Texas I don't think it's Texas maybe Nebraska yeah we feel like we should know this answer. It's not Wisconsin. It could maybe
2: be Hawaii, Long. It's Beach gonna be State somebody it's gonna
0: be somebody that we that like that won like six or seven of them back in the early days of the Kent State won volleyball. four in a row. So one <coughs> correct. So like so that, that's that helps to, you. Right. That's yeah. a that's very beneficial. Cannot ask this question for the men's game, right? Too easy. Too easy. If you don't know it's UCLA, you probably don't know much so about they, volleyball.
1: Like 19 or yeah, it's crazy. 20 or 25. Or
0: That's why I'm thinking there may be a, a, a team back in the day that we don't know about. When was the first, Noah, maybe you can look this up for us. When was the first women's NCAA championship held? Like who was the very first yeah, What year? champion and yeah, what year was it? So well, look, Noah's looking that up. Let's talk about what we're gonna do, we're gonna discuss today. Last episode, the end of you last alluded episode. Alluded to it. Yeah, yeah. I, I talked about at the end of the last episode. So if you made it through eight, now you're you're sitting here at nine, anxiously awaiting our thoughts about growth versus
1: fixed mindsets. Buzzwords and buzz, buzz phrases, if you will. Sure. Right. Like, the, especially are, in our world yeah. of, of high school, mindsets are something that
0: you and I are very in tune with. We like to talk about it a lot. Like to like to discuss these with our teams I think it's fun I think I, I'm a I little think it's different I'm, I'm really bummed out that there aren't enough coaches that talk about this stuff
1: you have to want to do it though it's not something that I don't think a lot of people want I think to it's do really that,
0: important know? that we train both sides right yeah, I mean, all sides all sides so just both every of the sides however many sides there are yep. but the mental side I don't think it's trained deliberately enough. Um, at every level. I mean, at the end of the day, if you're, if your, your, your physical part of volleyball is going to end what are you left with? Right. The, yeah. all the mental tools that hopefully volleyball or the, or a sport gave you.
2: No, you got our answer for us. I do. Um, what was it? first year was 1981. Okay. 81. And it was hosted in Poly Pavilion. Okay. And the winner? Could you guess who the two schools are?
1: I'm going to guess UCLA because it was at yeah, Poly, it was at and Poly. I swear it happens all the time.
2: UCLA and USC. Oh, yeah. there you go. And third like place was San total. Diego State. Fourth place was Pacific. Yeah, so all California teams. <laughs> right, where um, the, shot, the origins of shot. all volleyball, right? California. USC ended up winning in five.
0: See, I and I had mentioned USC when Noah talked about our question off air. I was like, I think USC could totally could be in be that one. conversation. I think that's one of the five. The women of
1: Troy. The Mount Rushmore. Yeah. This is a topic I think we can talk about. Speaking of Mount Rushmores, the Mount Rushmore of boys volleyball coaches in the state of Arizona. Oh, geez, that's going to be one that everybody really wants to talk about. I think it's it's
0: it's interesting. We're at the point
1: where it's been like it's it's been I, a long I time.
0: I don't. I don't I don't think anybody cares. That's fine. We have a very small number of people that would care about that. Maybe. Okay. Well, let's, maybe that's episode, maybe. episode 74.
1: Maybe comment. Maybe if, if I
0: get a good well, backing, sure. comment who you want to, what you want us to talk about. <laughs> yeah. We will take all show ideas for sure. Um, all right. So let's get going on, on mindset stuff. Will, you got a quote, quote of the, of the show. Uh, what's the quote? Who's it from? Kind of introduce us here to maybe our guru of kind of what what we're going to be discussing.
1: Yeah, this is a lady that I think is is smart. You know, she mm-hmm. she has a lot of academia. She's smart. she's definitely smart. I think she I yeah, yeah. Think she knows what she's doing. Studied at Yale, Columbia. Is, yeah, her name yeah. is Carol Dweck. Uh, uh-huh. The quote is: "Test scores and uh, t- test scores and measures of achievement tell you where a student is, but they don't tell you where a student could end up." Okay, and Carol Dweck is a, is a professor of psychology at Stanford. She's been there since 2004. And like you said, she she went to Yale and Columbia. Explain she, that quote to me, Will. I don't know that I understand that. It's not where you are right now. It's where you could be, and there's always possible growth. And she talks most, I swear, most things she talks, is, talks about is students. Well, sure, because like, like, that's what she is.
0: Yeah. But, um, I mean... Test,
1: no matter what scores? the result that you're getting should now. not influence. Yeah. Right. Should not influence your effort moving forward in that same right context or same. Sure. I love that. Of, yeah. Definitely
0: mindset. Easier said stuff. than done. And I and Well yeah, if you're not good at something, a lot of people just quit.
1: Yeah, I suck. I'm yeah, chalk I'm it up it, to yeah. I
0: can't do it. That's not never a good thing. So she also introduced to us some of the growth versus fixed mindset stuff. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. It's not a it this is not new. We're not like reinventing the wheel here on
1: any of this stuff. And I think if you've listened to podcasts this is for sure something you've probably listened to. Pro, pro, yeah. Probably. Yeah.
0: Maybe we'll hit some new some new fans when they when they're looking for they just google mindset and <laughs> That's they how find we get us. <laughs> That's how we get them. Like, oh, these guys are great. They have all kinds of insight. All right. So Let's start with a fixed mindset. What what is a what is a fixed mindset?
1: In life, it yeah, would be bad bad result. I'm not trying to get better at what just happened.
0: Okay. Yeah, they, they see talent and intelligence as being stuck in the moment, so to speak, fixed, right? Yeah. Stuck. Like like what Carol was talking about there. You're right? in your own little loop. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Like I, I scored a seventy percent on the math test. I'm gonna be a C math student for the rest of my life. All the time, yeah. Okay. Um, fixed mindset, they also don't, it doesn't matter how hard they try, right? They're always going to be average or wherever they're at, I
1: suppose. Um, they're, not, they're not looking for improvement. They're not active right.
0: with their pursuit. One of, my, one of the things I talk about a lot with my kids is, is athletes with fixed mindsets view feedback as personal. Tacking. Yeah, like, coach hates me. He's always telling me to do it right.
1: <laughs> yeah, and we're that's never going to say you. it with the perfect tone, and that's what's tough from like our point of view. Oh well, let's not even get started on tone because I got <laughs> I have the worst tone. It's it, not all the time. Yeah, well, right. I've I've been with you for a while now. You, not all the time. You've heard my bad tone. I've though. seen you good. I've seen you bad. <laughs> I don't I know the spectrum. <clears throat> Every coach has a good and bad spectrum. I, I I've been
0: told in many 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 settings that i have a tone issue which is fine i understand that so i try hard um fixed mindset people's mindset yeah i, I need to fret. Right. i have a growth mindset towards my tone they they run away or hide from challenges and their weaknesses which is crazy to think about as an athlete on a volleyball court
1: athlete to, in general
0: to try to hide well yeah sure <laughs> to try to hide from your challenges or your weaknesses. Like I'm not very good at, well, I mean, we could look at professional athletes like Ben Simmons, for example, what's his biggest weakness
1: shooting. Yeah. yeah. And he, and he runs from it at times. Same Talk about a like fixed Neal. mindset. He said he could have had like two to 3000 more points. Shaquille
0: O'Neal probably just, would have been the, uh, the greatest yeah, score b- of all, scorer all, time, of all yeah. time. If he just could have made free throws. Wow. He probably, I, Excuse me. Do we have a
1: cough button? I don't know what that means. I've never heard that. Like in, on the radio. This isn't a radio show, but not a radio show. <clears throat> um, do you think Shaquille O'Neal had a fixed mindset towards his free throw shooting? I think he. I mean, if I oh, I'm Shaquille. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I I would say he is happy where he is and with other skills in his sport to where he feels. Maybe I don't need to really focus on it. Even, he, he probably knew he knows it was, he probably knew it was his Achilles heel, yeah. and he was okay with it even after the fact. Because I'm great anyway. Yeah. But that—that that, well, there's a fixed mindset if you Correct. tell me, right? Yeah, like, but I think every great is going to have that. They're going to be like, I could have been better. Michael Jordan could have been a better shooter,
0: 100%. Uh, that's a long pause because I don't know how to answer that. I think he was a great
1: slasher, but I don't know if well, he was but like Jordan this was, really. I mean, he
0: shot the ball a ton. and yeah. he, I mean, I don't... Yeah.
1: He was in a very proficient shooter, though. He was about a fifty percent shooter
0: for his career, which is huge for a guy that took his for a shooting guard, a volume shooter as a 50. shooting. 50. Is it fifty? I bet it's about fifty percent. No one's going to look it up for us. All right. The last, the last part about a fixed mindset that I just that drives me crazy, and I this is, I try to, I talk about this more with my girls volleyball players than I do my guys okay. because they see success of others as a threat. Yeah. You know, and, and girls tend to, and again, when we, when we talk about this stuff, don't get offended and start. It's just what we've seen. Being upset that we're overgeneralizing because we are to a certain extent. Right. But females in, in what we've seen in general compare themselves to others more than boys do. Yeah. And it can be not, not in a good way. Correct. Yeah. It, It can become very detrimental to their development, their growth. You become very fixed. Like, well, I'm never going to be as good as her, so why try? Yeah. So those are fixed mindset people. Um we coach
1: those people every day. We're around them every day. Every day. We are them we every are day. We are them every day.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's a it's a human nature to be that at times, to be fixed and to just not I think self-awareness is through. really
1: important for this stuff as well. Cuz how are you going to know if you are if right. You can't.
0: The one thing I wish I was better at as a coach is reflection. I don't that's think why you I have get, good assistance. I don't think I get my kids to reflect what, good enough on on themselves. Is like we talk about it, go home, see, you know, evaluate what you did tonight. You know, when you before you you know go to sleep, whatever, lay in your bed. Now I want you to think about your practice. Mm-hmm. I wish I'd get them to write it down. You're better at getting them to write. The journal thing is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be great. It's a great tool to to get kids in general to start practicing this stuff because once, once Every day they're life. physically done playing volleyball, yeah. I mean, being able to reflect on what you've done, evaluate your performance, whatever it is, uh, I think can be really powerful. And that's when you start to see the, the fixed mindset. Like at practice today, I was struggling with my passing and coach kept getting after me. And my attitude towards that was, was certainly poor. So there, therefore I, I, I lost an opportunity to grow
1: yeah. I, I can't stand when a player or a team goes into practice, doesn't get any better, and they just waste like two hours. Oh my gosh, what just happened? That's two hours we'll never get back. Yeah. And most of the time, that's going to be fixed. And so, yeah. And I would say fixed mindsets are actually usually when you're physically, maybe not in a great place, injuries, right. you know, maybe you're nagging, right, fatigue, mentally, maybe you've had a long day. Sure. Emotionally, maybe some, some you just got some news. You're so just, I think if you have if you put all those factors in, I think that's going to affect how much you want to grow during that day. Yeah. But then sometimes for some reason, all twelve, every single time, just come in and it's <laughs> the worst
0: possible. It's crazy. The crazy, the hard part, the hardest part for me as a coach, and I think a lot of coaches struggle with this, is just <clears throat> understanding that those types of days happen.
1: And you kind of have to be okay with them. Yeah. I remember coaching Garrick at fifteen. Well, the fifteen-year-old boy is like, <laughs> yeah, no, he he's he goes, just like, I want to compete all the time. Like, hey, I think we can have practices where we're like, we're just f- focusing on something little, like s- small, and sure. we're just getting better at this little thing. It doesn't have to well, be super intense, and, right? Well,
0: and just you know, that hard for him. <laughs> yeah, well, he he wants to compete all the time, but just having hard hard days, like especially when you coach teenagers, right? Like you talked about, maybe they had a tough day. Maybe they're tired. Maybe they're they just got some bad news. Whatever. I think that's the hardest part as coaches is realize like there are times when our athletes are struggling with something, and you know they may not be completely mentally engaged in in our practice. You know that's when the yelling happens. That's when my tone gets bad. That's when you're yelling, right? And we just and that's the hard part. You got to realize that humans just react differently yeah, sometimes we're,
1: we're not robots we can't do the same thing every day we try to yeah but right. it's it, there comes a time where it's like i can't do this and okay so be your fixed mindset yeah so i think sometimes we just need to like we talked about earlier self-awareness identify okay i'm in a fixed mindset why did i get here mm-hmm. like what is it that i did that right. got me to this point and then hopefully that repeated behavior doesn't happen as much sure
0: you know it's an interesting conversation let's talk about growth so people that have a growth mindset, they re- they view challenges as part of the
1: process, right? Failure is something that they're not... It's not, okay. not going to hit their identity as much. It's not going right. to affect their ego. They're just going to be like, I am who I am and I did that. Right. It's, it's pretty matter of fact. Yeah. The more practice that
0: I get, the better I get. They actually see practice as being um, part of the process. The feedback isn't personal. They realize the feedback is helping them to grow. Yeah. Regardless of the tone. Cause there are some athletes I've coached somewhere. I could I mean you, you hear you, coach talk about it all the time. Yeah. Oh, I could I can yell at that kid. I can address that kid. I can yeah. just let him have it and he's just gonna keep on ticking and and that's a, those are the athletes that I think coaches draw to. look at. Start stop crying. Sorry. I didn't mean it. Right? My like, bad. Um, they're not afraid to try new things. Right, not afraid to give it an a shot whether they're bad at it at the beginning or not. That's definitely growth, and then we talked a little bit about it. They see failure as an opportunity to get better. you know we learn we learn a lot more when we fail than when we win if approached with the right mindset,
1: yeah, one of my favorite things to talk about mindset wise is when they I was listening to I don't know maybe it was like a jordan peterson- like podcast I don't mm-hmm. really remember, but they had this navy seals guy on of course just they're just like the highest performing unit of all time yeah and he's like they view every single thing they have the same criteria no matter the result of the mission whether it was a real mission a practice mission so then it's always the same routine Yeah, before during and after because that's an it's an incredible mindset yeah well and that's you got that's life and death yeah your life's it's, on it's the way line. a little different yeah, than but, more, but even then it's, well. it's like we could have done this better mm-hmm. so then with that mindset, I guess they're kind of always thinking about they're very intentional. And I think when we talk about mindsets, you got to make sure you're being intentional with what you're doing. Right. I I see the most intentional athlete probably in the right mindset in private lessons. That's when an athlete can have the most intention. I feel like it's insane. And then I would say the lull of an athlete is going to be like, a girls' club season because it's like six years it's long. So long, right? Yeah, and they they, they have that long week, you know. And, sure. And they're like, I don't, I don't want
0: to be here. So then, how I guess let's this leads into kind of what I guess we're going to talk about here at the end is how do we how do you develop or how can we better develop a growth mindset? And I think the the first thing that you can start with is you stop stop drawing conclusions, stop trying to predict the future. Right. Cause what happens today certainly isn't an indicator of what's going to happen tomorrow. Um, I think all too often our athletes look at now as being forever. permanent, Yeah. Uh-huh. And so I, I think they struggle with saying, well, if I, if I, if I work really hard today, tomorrow's definitely going to be, I'm going to be better at it. Well, you might not. Yeah. And that's where they get in trouble is you get into that grind, that rat race, and you slowly start to fix your mindset because you're not seeing these dramatic increases. It's a little bit like, it's a little bit like exercising, especially you want for immediate
1: results. You want to see it, yeah. Right away. Like
0: old guys like me, we get in the, in the gym and we start working out. Two months into the process, and haven't seen anything I'm change. A, I'm you know, it. <laughs> it's I'm like over I'm over t- it. I might be two twenty minutes into the process. Like, man, I'm not any bigger than I was twenty minutes ago, right? It's hard. Um, so you got to stop of doing this that.
1: Stuff, the more you educate a kid, the better. I was so lucky my psychology teacher at well he wasn't he was never my teacher, but I did learn a lot from him at Dobson. He helped our athletes out. He would mm-hmm. just teach them what he knew about the the psychology side of things. Writing things down was good. Discussion was good. You know, he would have one where he would say, like, What is your worst trait as a teammate? And that if you had the right kind of growth mindset, you could become a really good teammate out of that discussion, or you could get really scared and, right. and not do anything. And that would be your younger athletes, younger athletes. They just they haven't figured that they out. They haven't yet. figured that out yet.
0: Yeah. Um, patience is key, right? Giving yourself grace. Yeah. Greatness yep. takes time. Yeah. I just, I actually was watching a, there's a, um, like a, DocuDrama movie coming out about Giannis and his family. Did you see the previous We, we for saw that. Uh, yeah. I was going to say, we
2: just saw that yeah. before. Yeah. And I, and I saw it's interesting. It's I saw a, Disney.
0: Saw a video of, of young, a young Giannis shooting three point shots, looking very fluid.
1: And now it's all jerky.
0: And now it's all kind of weird. Is that because weird. he got strong? I'm wondering, yeah, maybe he's just, it, it changed. And he's I, such a different guy. And I wonder, I wonder if he's blocked some of that. From his, you know, from his game, just because now he doesn't I'm, need to do it as much. Now I'm not a very good three point shooter. I don't need to do it as much. I wonder how, where that, where that comes from. Because guys, guys like him though don't need to shoot the three. But he, be, well, you're right. But he's be, his greatness certainly took time and it evolved, right? So I guess the point I'm getting at is, you know, you watch young Giannis shoot the ball. It was it was a nice looking. I mean, it was almost Kevin Durant looking, just because he's long and he's he was skinny and then his greatness started to develop and that wasn't necessarily part of what he needed to do to, to become great. But he, I'm sure he was patient with himself and didn't compare to others. Those parents
1: are doing something right.
0: Yeah. they got all those incredible athletes and then incredible human beings. Humble, they're funny, incredible human beings. Yeah. I'm excited for that. Disney, Disney,
1: Disney made that one. Um, I think discussion is something that the best, high performing teams do they're not afraid of team discussion and they'll talk about this kind of stuff i think you know this is the same thing as like strength and weaknesses you're right like if you identify it then you either you're going to go in one direction of growth or you're you're not right you know and discussion is usually where you're going to learn you know what what we as a team need to do especially like when it comes to what phase of the game are we not doing well enough? That's like a tactical side mm-hmm. of it. But then there's maybe some relationship side of it that we need to do a better job and maybe we can grow there. I think it's all going to depend on the culture that you want to set at wherever you're right. at too, you know? Yeah, well, culture is huge. Mm-hmm. We've talked
0: about that before on the show that it's a, it's it's what drives everyday action. And I think mindset's definitely part of that culture, right? And you, you hit it on the head. I mean, conversations are where you're going to, develop a lot of this you have to you have to be willing to discuss it um and, and you, some people and don't to, like it though have to it's be, hard you have to be a little bit vulnerable to it right like oh man i'm not i'm not very good at x y or z and that's okay because that's why we're here
1: but this i think is, as a high-performing team those are things that you have to do right or the, a high-performing the, unit of people one of
0: my favorite quotes from karch karai is
1: karch kirai
0: yeah the this is a place of becoming not a place of being yeah where
1: we're we're he's got a lot of good man. yeah he hasn't really done the whole coaching thing that long very smart man yeah mm-hmm. he was, he's one of those like really good players that's looking looking good for him on his coaching career because <laughs> sometimes it's not good not good it doesn't at
0: always translate <laughs> no and you know what it's funny you, you say that because it it's it doesn't translate because for some of them because i don't think some of those great athletes understand this stuff the way that they should. Because a coach, I think, is a, I think great coaches have to understand, e- e- okay, either you get great players, right? And, and I'm not saying Phil Jackson's not a great coach, but he hadn't great coached the best basketball players of all time. Yeah. Right, so either you get great players, and maybe you're just an average coach, but your players help you win, which is fine. Or you have to develop these kids slash adults, whatever, into you mold them into what you want them to be, and you get the most out of them with your culture and your mindset and so yeah. Like and I think perf- the great athletes, the great players, I don't think they understand this stuff. I think they they naturally Do you think they're get aware it. of it. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I think they naturally understand they get it because it's part of who they are. I'm just I'm great. I'm driven to be great. I don't need. I don't need this whole I fail thing to help me get better, even though some of them have talked about it. But then they expect everybody else to just be on their level and, and realizing that it's it's gonna it's, it might be a process. And everybody's somewhere different on that plane. And your, your job as a coach is to get them there, right? Your job as a parent is to get your kid there. And I think sometimes these great athletes are just like, well,
1: what's wrong with you? Why aren't you just good at it? It's a huge... Krypton I, I think good players have the, the ones that I've coached they're just like why don't they work as hard as me <laughs> like, what? They, like they are how, how do you know that you yeah know, like, you know, like you're judging their their level of work yeah, ethic just worry about making them better in the best way you can you know that's it I've seen that all the time and it yeah. like causes this unneeded conflict right like really I'm trying harder than you. Really? You don't know what their effort is to your effort. You yeah. I've had
0: know. I've had some athletes do that too. Oh, yeah? Great ones and then average ones as well. I've had some oh, average goodness. ones say, "Coach, I just well, I don't I don't think everybody on the team's working very hard."
1: Dude, I don't think you're working wrong. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, you better be great to call people out on that kind of thing.
1: And sometimes the, the the special ones can do it. I've I've seen a couple in high school. Not it doesn't happen much in high school mm-hmm. though, because they're they're not like humans yet happens more so I feel like in college and then after when you yeah. know who you are, right? You have this idea, right. you know what you want, but in high school, everyone's kind of just floating around. They're still trying to figure yeah, it out
0: they're, a little bit. They get a new
1: boyfriend, girlfriend every other week kind <laughs> of thing. Like,
0: it's the biggest challenge, at least for me is, is to try to help all of them understand that we're in it together. Yeah. And we and all lose. We all win just because you're angry at me because you don't think I'm working harder. You want more from me as a teammate. It's not personal. This is, I mean, again, growth versus fixed. It's not personal. You're not attacking me. You're not, you know, you're not being the mean guy or whatever. You're, you're just, you just are trying to help the team win. And that's what you think is required. And then you got the goofy kid over there that's just, you know, they're there. He's along for the ride. They're happy to be yeah. there, but then that's that's their role. You're like, why is this kid so goofy over here? Why because, Why does he get to do that? Because yeah. that's that's his role. That's yeah. what he thinks the team needs to win. And when you fit it all together and you get those teams that understand each that's other. Be that's the buy-in. Yeah, draw. that's when
1: you get the greatness. Human McCutcheon, you know uh, who that is, right? Of course. Okay. Okay. Hey, hey, got to check something. I know sometimes. some, I know some of gotta them. Sometimes you got to check, right? I know some of them. He says... Really good coaches are businessmen and women. Like, we, we're salespeople because we have to sell this idea to a group of people to get them to do said task or have this one goal in mind. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. We're selling a lot. <laughs> and sometimes they're not buying. No. Sometimes Sometimes not there's not a lot High of buying. High schoolers are tough, tough to sell. They, they can be, you know, bit... I, well, you say that. I... It, hel- it helps when you see them a lot. The ones that you don't see a lot, like the ones that are like probably in your classes, those are the ones that are like a lot of fun. If I look at my teams
0: over the years, you know, I'm looking at all
1: these pictures on the wall,
0: I I, I think when they, and maybe this is a program deal, we're going to talk about that. Yeah, that's going to be, that's
1: going to be an upcoming episode. One
0: of our upcoming topics is developing a, a prep program, a high school program. And I look at my programs and I, and I think that when they, by the time they get to the varsity team they've already kind of figured that out that this is how it works type of thing. But then I get into like a club scenario and I got kids coming up to me who are saying, well, you know, like she's being mean cause she's yelling at me to get better or she wants me to play harder or she's I'm, I'm intimidated by her competitiveness, so to speak, or his competitiveness. But then I don't, I don't necessarily experience that in high school. And I wonder why that is. Because the high school kids have already figured out; they know who each other. They they've played with each other for so long. I think they see where they are on on campus too. They know I think who there's they are.
1: Like I think there's a social aspect as well.
0: And you don't get that in the clubs. No, you just so show you, up to a gym. Even We've, though you might have played with this person for so long, and so like, oh man, she's being mean to me today, or he's yeah he's calling me out, coach, and that makes me feel bad, and and they don't understand that that again roles
1: roles are so important,
0: right? Oh. And and each person's there to help you grow, yeah. And if you approach it the right way, you will. Otherwise, back to our topic, you're fixed. Yeah. Um, you know, like this last high school season that, we, that I just had with my Perry high school boys, everybody knew Gehrig was the alpha. And there were days when Gehrig was a flat out jerk, right, to everybody. He was just angry, brooding, frustrated, right? like, And he and I would have conversations. He'd be like, Dad, they're just not playing hard.
1: Yep. Perhaps,
0: yep. I said yeah it's you're right but like you have to help them along figure out what they need in order to do that you can't just bark at them all the time.
1: Yeah, do you think your actions right now are making th- is is making this better or worse? Right? Like are yeah. we getting better in this the, practice right gr-
0: now, Garrick? The great part about Garrick he usually is like is it, no. He he, he, yeah, he yeah.
1: recognized it right
0: away. Yeah. Probably shouldn't act that way. But the guys knew Right. So, like, well, those guys have known him a long time. For a long too. time. That so helps you, a lot. I pull a guy, I, yeah. I, you know, hey, Brody, how do you feel
1: about Gary yelling at again? Yeah. Well, Who's Gary. Yeah. And then if, and then if Brody does. does something negative, same thing. Man, yeah, it's Brody. Right. So, that's called loving each other for like weaknesses right. and, and just understanding, well, it's again, not super
0: detrimental. <laughs> I also think that those boys, just these boys in general, and I, you know, high school teams, we'll get to into that next episode, but I think they just, they see. I think by the time they get to the varsity team, they see and understand what it's all about. I think they, and, and, and at least the it, high school model is pretty cool.
1: It like is when you see it, how, how you right. see it all flow out and, and, and how you, you see a kid grow it, It's, it's right. pretty cool.
0: And then you see a club situation where I think a lot of kids enter club s- scenarios with a much more fixed mindset than they do a growth. And that's the struggle I think of all club coaches and parents in general. I think parents, if they had these conversations with our kids more often, I think they would realize how, how fixed their kids' mindsets are, especially when they enter into a club situation where things do are different. Do you think
1: that's because they're in the club situation? It opens their eyes more, and it and it, or like, why do you think it occurs more in the club situation?
0: I, I think kids approach club in, in a little bit of a selfish way.
1: I don't think in a little bit. I think in a lot right, of a like, bit. Um, and, and I think that comes back to money. Well, mom and dad are paying yeah, exactly. right?
0: paying a lot of money for you to be there. So you better go get the most out of it for you. Yeah, You're not necessarily getting the most out of it for the team. And that's where we, we tend to get a lot of struggles as far as helping them understand h- how to continue to grow for themselves and for the team. Because it's, it's a team it's a sport. Ben- well, and it's beneficial. Right? If the
1: team does well, you do well. Like- it's
0: a, yeah, it's hard for them to understand that. So interesting stuff. Um, well, we're hey, thanks for sticking with us for uh, the last little bit. Uh, I love that conversation. I think there are some good parts to that. Um next topic we've got coming up is developing programs and uh high school versus club and, and and kind of the ins and outs of that. So we got that coming up soon. That one's fun. Um how they, to
1: start what matters, st- what doesn't yeah, matter. That's great. Yeah, I
0: think that's fun. And we've got cool perspective. I've been doing it now. This is year nineteen. You've been at it for ten years okay. in high school sports. And then Noah just got his first just season. Just started. Just started. Just so started. So yeah. We've got a nice kind of run at it maybe we'll see Please, if we can swing yeah, in a guest to help it, us. Yeah, out if
1: anyone bit. has a good guest idea let us know
0: so all right that's what's coming up make sure that you uh follow us on social media we are on instagram uh youtube make sure you like subscribe uh look for us on where you find all of our podcasts uh google apple all that stuff and again if you've listened this long you probably you're a real one already know that stuff but um with we we thank you for being with us um the donation card still on there the the venmo still on there
2: the venmo will be in the description of the youtube video absolutely S- still
0: taking venmo uh, uh donations so we can uh, get some merch out and maybe start spreading the word we are it's been a hiatus for us we talked about that last episode but hopefully we're back we're gonna get some momentum rolling and
1: We've we we had you technical for, difficulties before. We've, we've so had some great and stuff going. We, we are grinding.
0: We are grinding, but uh, we thank you for being with us and sticking around, and, and we'll catch up with you next time.
1: Peace.